0: movies and 4k welcome to another bonus episode from your two hosts bill shetty and lady phantom hi (laughs) there you go episode number 19 and this show goes out to andrew fulton from i think sydney australia
1: Ooh, nice
0: He wanted us to review the movie Blade Runner 2049 from 2017. And he thought this would be a premiere disc, Lady Phantom. So apparently he has seen it, but not upgraded to that 4K yet. So for Andrew and everybody else out there, we're popping another extra review and grading for you. But before we start the show, we do have to talk just briefly about the original Blade Runner. Correct. I had never seen this movie, so I had to order that. I did not order the 4K disc. I got the Blu-ray just so I could see it. Phantom, you said you had seen it, but didn't yes, remember Yes, it.
1: it was one of the tapes that my dad used to have in our movies when I was little. And actually, I watched it quite a few times, but I was way too little and didn't speak a word of English. So basically it all went over my head. I just remembered the Daryl Hannah character and the way her eyes looked like like shadowy. And I remembered Sean Young because I always thought ever since I was super little I thought she looked beautiful. And I remember not understanding a thing of what was happening. Oh and Rutger Hauer, of course, I remembered him too.
0: Yes, yeah, so this is considered a classic by many. A masterpiece. And I wasn't too happy with it. Now, I had never seen the movie. I don't know if there would be some um, nostalgia if I would have seen it when it came out. But as a first-time watcher, I thought it was very boring. I was expecting a pure-up sci-fi film, and I thought it was very little sci-fi because it was set in L.A. in a futuristic time, 2019, Yeah, funnily enough. But all the sci-fi effects were mainly story. They did show some flying cars and some scenery. L.A. has been broken down. It's a slum, basically. Everybody lives off the planet. And what I was disappointed with as a sci-fi movie lover was it was not set on other planets or other worlds where most of the human population was. It's set in a broken down LA. The earth has went to crap, apparently. And it's mainly about this company that has made these cyborg type people. Replicants. (laughs) Replicants, right. And they are slaves or workers Mm -hmm. on another planet. But they start to feel emotion and that's where these so-called blade runners i don't know where this term came from i think it's a terrible title actually but these blade runners these people their job is solely to kill other replicants that are not abiding by orders basically
1: yeah yeah their, their job is to find replicants and kill them
0: So that's the whole story there, and I'm just going to pop my original rating on that. I would say it's a five. I don't even think it was worth a watch. It was interesting some parts, but it was very boring to me. Even the technological elements of it, I don't think was that amazing for other movies that came around the same time. This more had a story of humanity and... I really wasn't enthused with it. I did not care about any of the characters or anything, so I was going into this new one expecting more. But on the original, my rating is a five, and I would say unless you want a drawn-out weird film that you don't see any really sci-fi elements, it's all got to be pondered in your head, it's really not worth it. Okay, your rating on the original.
1: Actually, it's the same. It's also a five. I did love, as I already mentioned, Rutger Hauer, I thought he was amazing, but he was supremely underused. Sean Young, I loved her. Daryl Hannah, I think her performance was very short, but it was cool. I really liked her. But even like watching it again as an adult, it kind of lost me. It's, it's drawn out. And, and as you said, the sci-fi elements are just there to show oh look we're in the future but the story itself is not sci-fi at all it's just one guy looking for another guy and they don't even look like they want to kill each other that much i mean i don't know i don't know it it kind of
0: lost me all right so there is the original now let's get into the review for andrew fulton and all you listeners out there wondering if blade runner 2049 is worth it this movie is listed in five genres we have action drama mystery sci-fi and thriller miss phantom so we're we gonna have a debate here or what on these genres <laughs>
1: i'm not sure i mean of course sci-fi it's definitely sci-fi it is drama
0: i would say drama first and foremost yes. personally.
1: Yes. Mist yeah, it was a mystery. Uh, I'm taking kind of, off mystery.
0: You gotta agree with me. Yeah, there's some things I mean, there you're is a mystery. But This isn't a this isn't knives out. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: exactly. There is a mystery like, as in and one this
0: is not a movie you go to if ooh, I wanna figure out things because no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Action, yes.
0: And that's pretty sparse too yes i was disappointed because the opening scene was pretty wild and i was like really excited but okay i say we drop mystery okay thriller what do you think
1: Mm, i say it can stay but but low it's like the last of the genres. yeah
0: but come on when we have people searching our site and they want certain genres yeah you're
1: right no in that no yes thinking about that Drama, sci-fi, action. In
0: action, I'd steal. And just to be forewarned, there's maybe three or four scenes that are action. This is a super long movie, fans out there, two hours and 44 minutes. And the action maybe takes up 20 minutes of the movie, somewhere yes. around there. Yes. This is a drama.
1: You're Mainly. following
0: one character primarily, just like the original Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. But there we have it. Alright, who directed this bad boy?
1: Dennis Villeneuve.
0: It's not Ridley Scott.
1: No, but he produced it.
0: All right. And the stars?
1: We have Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford, Anna de Armas again.
0: Yes. And yeah. those were the three main characters. Yes. There is, well
1: Jared Leto is also there, but Which I mean, was
0: surprising. He was only in it a good ten minutes. Yeah. Maybe. He's got two parts. Yeah, and he's Henchwoman. When you first meet him, and then at the very end, his henchwoman's in it more, actually. Yes. All right, so what's that description say on uh, IMDb, Phantom?
1: Young Blade Runner Case, discovery of a long-buried secret, leads him to track down former Blade Runner Rick Deckard, who's been missing for 30 years.
0: All right, that's... Uh, <laughs>
1: but they, I mean, it is the description.
0: Very basic, and there's more to that yes that's a theme that comes into play maybe halfway into it but there is more of a detective story i would say and we're going to get into that now so we don't have to elaborate we will while we're talking about the movie it starts with gosling finding this out of the way place he's looking for replicants Oh, we should say this has a prologue first, just like the original did. Mm -hmm. And you find out it's pretty much the same story 30 years later, but it does mention that certain replicants can live longer.
1: Yeah, that they have an an open life or i don't remember exactly the term they use the point is that they do not have an expiration date like the original replicants. right
0: that was the key in the original that's why these replicants wanted they wanted to survive longer they didn't want to die
1: yes and uh, here they mentioned that the original replicants they were done by some nexus company or something yes those were the ones that some of them had an open-ended a life. good
0: point they do describe some things and we'll describe it here first is the original company, the Tyrell Corporation, has uh-huh. went bankrupt, they're done, and then there was a major blackout, and another guy took over during the famine and started the replicants back up again and states in the prologue that these are conforming replicants.
1: Yes, they obey. Totally. Uh-huh.
0: So we have just a little bit of a story there. Mm-hmm. It does come up and change in the end. So we start with uh <laughs> we start with um Ryan Gosling, who is the main good replicant who goes after them all basically in LA. Yeah. The uh, cityscapes and everything looked very similar to the first one, all broken down, run down, big holograms going on through the city, but it's very poor. And the people that are in LA They want to escape and get tickets to go to another world because basically Earth is demolished almost. You know, it's run down. There's nothing there. They want to escape to a better life.
1: Yeah, so Ryan Gosling is one of the newer model replicants that that are obedient, and he is a Blade Runner. His job is to find older replicants. not
0: newer ones. It's all the old ones. Exactly. Because some of them have survived. They apparently had longer life form and didn't expire. Mm -hmm. And that's where the movie starts right there. He's hunting down one and he takes care of that guy
1: yes and that is my first complaint in this movie you de- you give me dave bautista and you kill him right away what's up with that
0: <laughs> all right well i, I didn't mean, know come on. Guy i I've love that
1: seen. guy Phish.
0: okay so after he's done this guy in he finds a little flower because there's nothing growing on earth anymore yeah and then the little robot Scanner thing comes over and finds that there is something buried. I think they said thirty meters under the ground. They see yes. a box. Yes. So, and I'll tell you, fans, this movie moves so slow. We go another twenty minutes and then we find what's in the box. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's a skeleton. Yes. But this is important. That's missing from the description is really what this whole movie's about. This skeleton. They analyze it and they decipher it. It is a replicant. And this replicant has had a child.
1: Yes, which is mind blowing in itself.
0: Exactly. And I'm going to skip around here. And because this isn't all in order, they go back and forth during this. But I want to say an overall theme of this is the leader of this new company wants the secret of how that's done because he can make a lot of replicants, slaves for the other world's workers, but he can't make enough of them. He wants armies of these things. So he wants to find the secret that the Tyrell guy did 30 years ago to make them that they can impregnate people and have kids.
1: Yeah, they he wants the secret to procreation.
0: Right. So that's the whole mission, basically. And the rest of the story is about this replicant, played by Ryan Gosling, trying to find this kid. Yes. And everybody is after this kid. And if you got to throw in a mystery, that's the mystery who it is. Yeah. But it's not a mystery in the way you think of movies you're pondering it during the movie but there's really not a lot of characters in this movie surprisingly
1: yeah i mean the only mystery is who's this kid and where they where they are
0: that's it now let's mention some of the short side plots here phantom gosling has a girlfriend i want to say that's a hologram image who's played by anna de mm-hmm. and what do you want to describe with this whole story element explain that
1: well Basically, it's like she's the perfect girlfriend. Like, she cooks and she wants to look pretty for him and everything. And he can basically be with her or or see her whenever he wants. He gives her as a present. It's not really he gives her, but he has this thing, this this device. Uh Exactly. This device to make her... Well, yeah, it is for her because it makes her feel the rain. Like, he makes...
0: Oh, she this. can feel touch now she can feel yes. the uh, the sense feeling
1: yes this apparatus makes her be able to interact with the world which is awesome because i mean this girl obviously has feelings which is wow because she's a hologram but she feels for him she loves him deeply and he also has feelings for her Like, he loves her, but he's not the most demonstrative guy. I mean, like, he doesn't smile once in this movie. Yeah, and
0: it's funny because in the beginning, they state that these new replicants don't have any emotions, but you already know this guy does in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And they put him through tests after each mission, which was so weird and so bizarre and silly to me because they do this twice. And another key character was Robin Wright. She is the yes. leader. She's over all the detectives, all the replicants, basically. Mm-hmm. She's the one who's out to kill all the older replicants. Mm-hmm. She's not in charge. That's Jared Leto's character. He's the owner, but she's like the CEO, if you wanna say. <laughs> yes. That. And she has a part that she pff, there's really not much to explain with her not character. Really.
1: I mean, fam. It's small. It's really
0: not important yeah but she's in it she's a good actress
1: yeah i mean i love her like personally i think she's great in whatever she does but she's underused here yes
0: yeah, so you have that side plot but it's basically about costling. and the funny thing is is they don't have emotions and uh harrison ford did this in the first one too and I don't know if it was for you to know that they're not really no, but, human, but, but just they show no reactions to things. But no, and but it was he, no, Harrison
1: Ford, especially in the first one, he was way more reactive. He smiled way more. He acted like a normal But human they tried being. to
0: trick you in that one,
1: though. Yes.
0: And this one, they're trying to do a little trickery, too
1: yes that's true
0: because in the first one you could tell via the eyes because on screen they showed little glows yeah this one they don't have that anymore they actually have to look up into the left and then they have serial numbers on their eyes
1: yeah exactly but in the first one yeah there is a split second in which you can see harrison ford's eyes glow in this way like cat in the night like Mm -hmm. all the other replicants so that's how you know that he actually is a replicant
0: So, this whole movie is searching out for this girl that's been born from a replicant and also looking for Harrison Ford
1: Mm -hmm. because he
0: is a wanted man. He's one of the oldest ones. Yes. And he's been in hiding for 30 years. Yeah, exactly. What else do you want to describe? We can go into some technicals because really that covers the whole story. There comes some showdowns with the company and Gosling. And then there is another side angle. I don't want to get into it, but there are other replicants, let's say, and they're trying to form something else. But let's not dive into that. We got to leave it open enough to pique curiosity. But there is some things going on But it moves so slow at a snail's pace. Even scenes when you see Harrison Ford, and he don't come into the movie, this ain't a spoiler, almost two hours into the movie, but they play out some scenes, oh my God, so long. Like 15-minute scenes that could have been done in a minute.
1: That makes me actually be a little divided because on the one hand... I say, if they had just eliminated so much stuff that was not necessary, the movie would have probably been one hour 45 or one hour 30 minutes long, which would have been fine with me. But on the other hand, what they do show, many things are beautiful. And I actually enjoyed watching them as opposed to the original Blade Runner, which had absolutely no beauty. But this I think movie it did, was Phantom. Beautiful. It had some
0: scenes similar to this. There was similar, way more yeah, here. Yeah, but yes. here
1: it, this movie is way more aesthetically pleasing. You know, like it is it has great cinematography actually. It has great yes, cinematography, well, very decent music, but it's funny because we know that this music was done by Hans Zimmer, but it sounds
0: out of place in scenes.
1: Yes and some of the tracks i don't know they sound more Vangelis than actually Vangelis sounded in the original blade yes, runner and
0: i'll say i did moderately like the original music better than this one
1: and you didn't like that much
0: no, yeah right i did not like it that much because it didn't fit it felt so sci-fi and weird and like otherworldly except we're watching l.a And it just didn't seem right. There was a scene specifically in this. They're blaring a song and he's just going to talk to a woman about dreams. And I'm like, why are they playing this music? Nothing's going on. (laughs) But anyway, the music was fine, though. I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It just was out of place more than I thought the original.
1: Yeah. And also, everybody here in this movie, everybody is out a powerhouse of acting and everybody was not used enough
0: Uh, yeah and you're saying that i don't know why but i didn't think the acting was so stellar or nothing no
1: what i'm saying is that they are all great actors
0: oh just in the wrong right you mean exactly
1: what they did was adequate but oh my god i mean like you have people of this caliber Oh okay, put them to act, not just be in a scene for 5 minutes and then disappear. I yeah, mean, you see that's come the problem
0: on. with this film and the original. I just didn't care about any of the characters. That I is also really true. Really didn't. And I want to get involved in the characters and care and want to know if they're going to live or survive, you know, you get those emotions, you're rooting for somebody or something. Like I wasn't rooting for Harrison Ford. I wasn't rooting for Ryan Gosling at all. I actually liked Rudger Hauer too, probably in oh, the original. Yes. And Daryl Hannah, because she was freaky looking. And she had some good parts, like where she ran and jumped on Harrison Ford and was fighting him.
1: Yeah, and here I did root for the hologram.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: You know, she, she was, was the, the, the most likable one.
0: Yes. She now, was so sweet. Now, on the technicals, before we get to 4K, I'm just talking about the technicals of the movie. The CGI was stunning in this. Yes, they did a lot of holograms and melding real characters with holographic characters. Beautifully and
1: done. Beautifully done. There was done. some
0: scenes that really stuck out with coloring, like the red scene. I know you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about yes. when he's walking to. I think there's a scene where they end up in broken down Las Vegas. I yes. could be wrong. But, I mean, they play Elvis up on the stand and Frank Sinatra and Marilyn Monroe. And it. they showed a casino, yeah, it, uh, you know, craps table and blackjack. So, it felt like Vegas in this scene. It but was. it's like so devastated. It's all red. It's like moon looking. It was. Oh, was it? Okay. Yes. I thought you meant it was moon looking. No,
1: I, IMDB <laughs> told me it was actually Las Vegas.
0: Okay. So, that's pretty good with the technicals. I do want to cover, before we get to the grading here, you know, these shows are a little bit shorter, fans out there, because we're just reviewing the movie and then grading it. These are bonus episodes for the listener requests. Is the overarching theme that I feel this movie is going for something to do with humanity, Lady Phantom? Speak to that. Are you feeling another theme in this series
1: yes i think i don't know it's it's kind of weird because i think it's similar to the to the original one in which they they talk about humanity not being exclusive to humans like i told you a second ago i thought the most likable relatable and the only one that i actually felt a connection with was the hologram she was the most human character in the movie. And she was not even a robot. She was a hologram. You know, then there's Gosling, who is actually a replicant. We already said that. But he fights for the right causes and he does what he thinks is right.
0: Not really.
1: Well, kind of in general.
0: I mean, we're just brought into this world. He's been this replicant killer his whole life, basically.
1: Exactly. But then you have this other character the Jared Leto character who is trying to have this human thing happen this reproduction happen in the replicants with the sole purpose of making them slaves so and and that is not exactly a very nice thing to do right, he's not he, being human like he that seemed
0: like a general to me he's the one who wants big armies that can go and fight and you tell them yeah. what to do you know these are bad people and it has something to do with humanity because they don't want them to start to get feelings and then they got to be shot and killed and terminated basically yeah
1: which tell which tells you like for example in in the hunchback of Notre Dame, it's like who's a monster and who is a man in this case who is being human and who is soulless and it's not exactly the, the way you, you would think. It's not exactly like the actual humans are acting human, but the opposite. And that's
0: the problem with this whole series to me. This series in general is so microscopic to what they're covering. And I know there's going to be people, oh no, this has such the in-depth thought and you should be thinking of it a different way. How people are controlling robots basically. And that's another problem. For a sci-fi film, these are regular people. You never see in like Terminator when he rips off his arm and is doing surgery. They're normal. (laughs) You know, the regular people, but that goes to the story. They're trying to make them as real looking as possible.
1: Yeah, because that's what they say. They they, they they feel
0: pain and things like that.
1: Because these ones, they are actual humans. They it's only that they are synthetic humans. They are produced, they are not conceived.
0: Right. So, yeah. And I mean, there is a grandiose theme here, but this is the problem with a sci fi film to me. If I was the owner of this franchise, I want to go to the other worlds where all of humanity is. In LA, it's just the drudges, the really poor, you know, can't survive, looking for food, everything. And they really don't even focus on this at all either you just know that the town is demolished and there's people here and there living just to get by i want to go to them other worlds where them millions of replicants are working to see what they're doing and to see people living on other planets that's what i want that would be way more interesting to me Phantom.
1: true but then it wouldn't be blade runner
0: so. Yeah, well, they could switch it up. Why can't they go to the other worlds where everybody's trying to get? Why not send some of these people to the world and then we get these grandiose, large scale worlds with weird creatures and animals? I mean, I, that's what I want.
1: Yeah, but then you would have to change the whole
0: story. Not really. How are we changing the story, Phantom? They've told us the story. Everybody in humanity lives on other planets. The replicants are all on other planets being servants. I want to see that. I don't want to see LA and this small story where one replicant is looking for another replicant. The only sci fi we really get in this is that they got flying cars and there's holograms everywhere. That's the only sci fi we get beyond the story that you got to create in your head because they're not showing you. And
1: they produce humans we see we do see that. Well, very replicants.
0: mild. I mean they walk through one room now on a 2 hour and 45 minute movie you think they'd show them being created
1: that is also true i mean it's just this movie is way too long way too long it yes and they don't yes. show the
0: interesting parts that's why this movie is a straight-up drama to me
1: yeah they could have told the same story way more efficiently more quickly but then again you wouldn't have had all those beautiful shots and everything
0: so oh, it all
1: right. goes to the director's intention
0: okay so let's get to the rating and recommendation i'll go first phantom this is a five the same as the original and all the points is going to the cgi in this movie and the camera work the cgi company or who's ever behind this it, this is top tiered computer generated graphics melting with human things like nothing really looked fake to me they did shy away from gore a lot of times in this when people got killed like they flashed it really quick and i noticed one really bad gunshot (laughs) cgi splash but outside of that this world they create with the holograms and there's a scene when diarmus melds her body into somebody else and how that was done was really weird but was so cool looking actually in the same sentence Mm -hmm. so this is a five to me all the technicals is where this comes down the acting was just average at best the music was average at best the editing was fine some of the action scenes weren't all that great some of them were better than others but i'm gonna say avoid for a film I, I, i don't even think you need to see it Now, if you're a fan of Blade Runner, you got to see this because if you like that, this is just more the same with more graphics, (laughs) basically, but it's the same. So what do you got?
1: I enjoyed it more than the original, actually. To me, this is a seven out of 10. And I'm going to say rent it because I think if you are a fan of this kind of movie, of course, at least rent it because it has beautiful cinematography their use of of a uh, picture and light and color is clever and uh yeah the acting is solid and if for and for nothing else for the holographic effects those were so good but yeah i definitely did enjoy it more than the other one
0: yes and it's funny <laughs> if you heard our episode not too long ago about the wizard of oz they had holographic effects were pretty darn good for 80 years ago now this does take it one step up but still though yeah um, that was really good it's so amazing what they did back then all right let's get to the good stuff all right andrew this is what you wanted to hear how good is this 4k blu-ray disc i will say right up front this is one of the more expensive 4k discs being two years old usually they drop a good 10 15 bucks at time phantom but this one is maintaining that 30 dollars price point it's only dropped like five bucks since its release and how is that video quality fan
1: i think it's excellent it is great video quality actually the darks in this movie are super dark unfortunately there isn't too much color yes it was funny this is a
0: really drab dreary movie on purpose there is a lot of colored scenes in this but out of almost three hours over two hours you're set in this really bleak brown and black and dark blue screens
1: yeah now there are other scenes that have a lot of color and they look absolutely stunning.
0: Yes, but you know what I was surprised was there wasn't much of the contrast here. There was either a lot of color or no color. There wasn't the low color with a lot of color in the same yeah, scene. Yes. You have no popping. And that's why I can't hit this is one of the best discs ever made by no means because you don't have the wide contrast ratio phantom is right on the dark scenes you do see detail nothing gets totally blown out depends on your tv again you got a cheaper tv this movie might look bad
1: yeah who knows there's one one of the first scenes actually really oh, surprised the me opening
0: blew me away because
1: actually. like you can see that this guy ryan gosling he is sleeping and then he wakes up and people how many times do you get to see your own hair on your fingers and i could see ryan gosling's hairs on his fingers Mm -hmm. it was so clear so clear and so crisp and beautiful yes really there are other scenes with uh rain the rain hitting on a ship you know when it's traveling and that looks so good it's like there are oh my gosh that some scenes are so good and then they hit you with something that is kind of not blurry, but kind of the same monochromal, I would say. Yes. Maybe a very many vivid scenes. color. Yes. And there are many scenes where this happens with one color, super vivid, but the whole thing is monochromal. So some things end up not bleeding into others, but looking kind of just there.
0: Yes. And I will say, make this point, this is super clear. There's no grain in this. Oh this No, not grain. at all thank you for that the scene i want to pick out lady phantom is in the casino mm-hmm. when elvis is a hologram and they got this neon light yes <laughs> in this room this this is a fight a little fight scene in here and the real characters are are getting highlighted by neon lights and holographic images and things like that Yeah,
1: dancers on tables yes i would
0: say that is the standout scene in this movie that and that orange look even though it was just one color like phantom was showing it did show the gradation of oranges yes which orange is my favorite color if you don't know out there Yes. So that was cool looking to me.
1: Yeah, that scene with, with Elvis and the dancer, it was great. It yes. was such a good scene. We get scene. a Frank
0: Sinatra hologram and a yeah. jukebox.
1: We see a jukebox with a hologram. Like, how can you go wrong with that? <laughs> so good. And there were also other scenes of some other place with water reflecting on the walls. And I love that so much.
0: Yes, but why I can't say this is a top tier disc is because of the lack of contrast darks and lights in the same scene for the most part and that goes to the way the film was shot now they could have graded the hdr better and had it pop more and i wish these directors would start doing this and whoever controls this who is behind making these discs and add an HDR spec to them because they have the ability to blow out scenes and stuff. And that's what we want. That's what comes through. That's what you really remember. But this disc is clear all the way through. There's no grain. There's no blurry shots. But there wasn't many close-up face shots either, no. Phantom, like we really enjoy on older discs that really make, wow, I haven't seen that guy look like that.
1: Yeah, and talking about what you were saying before, it's not like they don't have the chance to oh, show they contrast. Sh- because there are a lot of scenes that are very very dark with only one or two highlights mm-hmm. on the same scene, and that would have been a great opportunity. And yes, it does look very good, uh-huh. but it doesn't look outstanding.
0: Right. It's not one of the better. I can't see I just want you fans to remember out there, when we are criticizing this, we're going by the best of the best. This thing is super clear. It's not as clear as 1917. I can put you that straight up. Even though there's no grain or nothing, it's just not because all the colors are muted for way more than half of this film. Mm -hmm. But they're detailed. The darks, you can see shadows and everything. And that's where HDR shines too. But we want it all in these discs. Yes. And they can do it. We're spending a lot of money on these discs.
1: Especially because this movie was obviously made by people who like doing good cinematography because the cinematography was beautiful. I so why not use too, the
0: HDR more? Right. I think there was too many wide landscape shots, if you ask me. That is That'd also be true. good to show every once in a while, but it goes to such wide angle screens, even when people are on screen yeah you know there's no there's not many at all super close-ups in this phantom
1: no i I don't think there is no no (laughs) there's like a couple
0: when the couple characters kiss or something but it's profiles and stuff but no real big faces in the screen no no
1: no no nothing like that
0: is not that type of movie they're trying to show more atmosphere and stuff and that's just the way they went all right how about that audio atmos track
1: it was very good (laughs) It was like, oh, my, when it started, like, all the house rumbled.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, the first 10 minutes, I was tickled to death. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is going to be rumbling the house all the way through. Actually, no, because it turns into a drama.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was not all the way through. It did have scenes in which everything rumbled, and the the bass was really, it was great.
0: The environment sounds out of this world great. All the effects, when action scenes did happen, you're surrounded, a lot of use of Atmos, the yeah. upper channels, a lot of use of the rears, a lot of use of actual separation from the front, too, which I was pleased with. Yeah, you know, there's times you just heard like a something rattle off to the right side, mm-hmm. and it would go from the right speaker to the top speaker to the right rear speaker. Very well done. Excellent sound, I gotta say on this. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I would have liked more action, but when that music kicks in and when action starts and when uh, these car jets things are flying, which I didn't think they looked that good either. I mean, it was just a car. like It looked like a really old car that could fly Phantom.
1: <laughs> yeah, It wasn't
0: nothing that you would think that's going to be so futuristic yeah
1: that doesn't matter to me i mean when we were watching the first blade runner i'm like oh look these poor kids thinking that in 2019 there were going to be flying cars (laughs) like that i don't really care about
0: that yes and i will say just to point it out again there is out of place music but when the music does kick in it surrounds you all through the film yeah dialogue and also, completely intelligible it yes. never overrode the music
1: yeah and there are other or the scenes, music
0: never overrode the voices
1: yeah and there are other scenes where there's absolute silence and that also sounds great like i i, I also like that like other scenes where there's no music only dialogue but it's absolute silence other than that and i also enjoy that very much
0: yes so this would be in the a category to me i don't know we don't separate them but the audio part of this would definitely be in the a for me and you got to buy the 4k version to get Atmos. it is not on the blu-ray version that's released which Mm -hmm. is actually way cheaper like eight bucks you can get the new blu-ray for this for all right let's get to those special features on the blu-ray disc fantastic
1: we have Familiarize Yourself with the World of Blade Runner, The Replicant Evolution, Blade Runners, The Rise of Wallace Corp, Welcome to 2049, Joyce, Within the Skies, Spinners, Plotfish, and Barracudas. You're entering into the visionary spectacle. Designing the World of Blade Runner 2049 and To Be Human, casting Blade Runner 2049. Prologues, 2022 blackout anime 2036 nexus dawn and 2048 nowhere to run
0: wow tons of extra features and i will say phantom that i mentioned this right as we were turning the disc off i think the menu of this 4k disc is the best i've seen it is so vibrant and colorful yeah it looks really good
1: yeah because we had to stop the movie for a second and it just says resume or play
0: yes start, but the like graphic that's beautiful on it actually pops itself <laughs> it looks yeah, really which is great. the
1: same uh, image that you have on the cover art but it looks really great
0: all right this is the time lady phantom what is your grade and worthiness factor
1: my grade for this is an a minus in general i think it is a great disc and if you are going to buy it it would be silly not to get it in 4k that's it I think it is definitely worthy of the upgrade.
0: Okay, I think Phantom's a little high on this one. I'm going with B minus. Mm, Okay. It's clear. We've said it. I want more popping effects. It's too bleak of a world. The 4K did a great job. The sound was top tiered. I'd put that in the A's. But for the video, I just can't hit that A because A to me is a must have the best that's out there. So to let you fans know on my rating, A minus A and A plus, those are all the best that this format has. I personally don't think this video deserves to be up there, even though it's clear. It looks cool in a lot of scenes. The shadows are all there, but it's just muddled too much in this bleak, drab world that doesn't do the wide color gamut justice that 4k has to offer so there you have it andrew there is our thoughts on the movie and the grading oh i will say it's absolutely worthy (laughs) i think i forgot definitely worthy definitely better than the blu-ray or dvd miles ahead if you're a blade runner fan you have to own this if you're a collector you have to own this so for you, Andrew, it sounded like you really liked the Blade Runner. And if you've seen it, it's definitely worth the 4K version. Yep. There's no doubt about it. All right, Lady Phantom, get us out of here. This is our bonus episode. Wrap it up.
1: All right, people, please go to BillSheddy.com and sign that guest book. Subscribe to us. You know, all the usual places. Uh, remember, I'm on Twitter at LadyPhantom74, and we are on Letterboxd2 that's it please come back to us in our next episode